0: Hello everyone and welcome to the fourth ever episode of Jarius the Unofficial Therapist. I'm your host, Jarius the Unofficial Therapist. Before we get started, I do want to say that you can help ensure the possibility of future episodes by supporting me at anchor.fm slash tolson slash support. Again, that is anchor.fm slash tolson, t-o-l-s-o-n slash support. Also, today's episode is off the script. The recording you are currently listening to is the first and only take of today's episode. Now let's get to the real-world disclaimer. This episode of Jerry's the Unofficial Therapist is not for those without an open mind. From the title you already know that this topic is something that many of you will not be able to listen to and understand the severity of. This episode covers a very controversial topic of the lack of sorries for minority groups in this country. Opinions stated in this episode are those of solely Jarius and not of Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Radio Public, Google, Apple, YouTube, or anyone else. Viewer discretion is advised. Jerry's the Unofficial Therapist will be right back after these messages. If you haven't heard about Anchor, what are you doing? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. For one, it is free. That should be enough reason for you right there, but if you need more reasons, I'm going to go ahead and give you some. Their are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And lastly, it is what I use to make this wonderful podcast, Jarius, the unofficial therapist. So, what are you waiting for? Download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. August 28, 1955. While visiting Family in Money, Mississippi, a 14-year-old African-American from Chicago is brutally murdered for allegedly flirting with a white woman four days earlier. He's assailants. The white woman's husband and her brother made him carry a 75-pound cotton gin fan to the bank of the Tallahatchie River and ordered him to take off his clothes. The two men then beat him nearly to death, gouged out his eye, shot him in the head, and threw, then threw his body into the river. His name, Emmett Till. Where is his, sorry? The year is 1931. Nine black teenagers were falsely accused of raping two white women aboard a train near Scottsboro, Alabama. The trials and repeated trials of the nine teenagers sparked an international uproar and re- produced two landmark U.S. Supreme Court verdicts, even as the defendants were forced to spend years battling the courts and enduring the harsh conditions of the Alabama prison system. Their names, Charlie Wings, Ozzie Powell, Clarence Norris, Andrew and Leroy Wright, Olin Montgomery, Willie Robertson, Haywood Patterson, and Eugene Williams, the Scottsboro Boys. We're there, Saris. When Trisha Miele's body was discovered in New York City's Central Park early in the morning on April 20th, 1989, she had been so badly beaten and repeatedly raped that she remained in a coma for nearly two weeks and retained no memory of the attack. The brutal assault of the 28-year-old white investment banker who had been out for a jog the night before led to widespread public outcry because of the quick arrest and subsequent conviction of five Black and Latino teens. But in 2002, after serving sentences that ranged from 6 to 13 years for what then New York City Mayor Edcock called the crime of the century, new DNA evidence in a confession proved convicted rapist Matthias Reyes was a true lone culprit. The charges against the five men were vacated and they eventually received a $41 million settlement. Antron McCray, Kevin Richardson, Yusef Salam, Raymond Santana, and Corey Wise, who became the Central Park Five were their sorrys. All of these stories were fueled by the same lie that black and brown people of color are wired to attack our white counterparts. A lie that is sown so deep into the fabric of this country that huge plot holes in their racial framing were overlooked. We live in a country where citizens pride themselves on discrediting facts, but when it benefits them, we live in a country that won't recognize over 400 years of systematic oppression. We live in a country that has never formally apologized for 100 years of slavery, but easily apologized for two and a half years of Japanese internment camps. And I'm not saying that, we're, that they're wrong for apologizing. What I'm asking is, where is our apology? It seems that us black people are always fighting for the rights that we were supposed to be entitled to since 1964, but we never seem to win. And by the time we do, the country finds another way to oppress us. When we finally got a black president, the men and women who were, supposed to be, who were supposed to protect and serve started shooting black men and women in the middle of the street. Our moms, dads, brothers, and sisters were taken from us all because an officer had a problem with black people. They shot another defenseless man in the head, and here we are. Another black man's body being paraded in the courts and his family members being left to beg for justice, to beg for the white lawyers to see him as a human being, to beg for the white jurors to see him as a human being, to beg for the white judge to see him as a human being, to beg for someone with some power to do right. But they never do. So we're left to fend for ourselves against ourselves, to find way some ways to survive amongst others that are just doing the same thing. We never even received equal rights. We got civil rights. Civil rights, just like everything black people in this country are afforded, are the bare minimum of what we get. We get no recognition for anything in this country. Our clothes, hairstyles, and ideas are stolen from us, and we can't say anything about it. If we show a glimpse of dissatisfaction, we're labeled racist, stereotypical names. Angry black lady, violent black man, even to the point where we're called the N-word. That's a racial slur that has over 400 years of pain, oppression, systematic inequality, millions upon millions of racial disparities, and neglect in itself. But we aren't even allowed to be hurt by that. We we're not allowed to be hurt by anything. Black people are always told to get over things by people who have no part, play, or stake in the situation. by people who don't get affected by the situation at all. By white people who don't want to feel white guilt. Because they had a chance to do something, to make a change, to do good, but didn't. So now they feel it's time to get over it. And that's, not only is that privilege, that's white privilege. I've talked about white privilege before on my show, so I don't have to go into depth on what it is, but white privilege warrants people, the white people, the ability to do things, make decisions, and act in a way that black people cannot. White people can tell people of color to get over slavery, get over segregation, and get over police brutality. But let a person of color tell a white person to get over 9-11 or to get over Pearl Harbor. We're then told to have some respect, love the country that we're in, but how can we love the country we're in when the country hasn't ever loved us? The best ability that this country has ever afforded us is the ability to cancel people. For example, racist high schoolers Stephanie Freeman and Jeffrey Hume. Listen to their TikTok on which they use the N-word. Hey, today we're making... <coughs> First we have... Black. black. Yeah, yeah. pretty black. Yeah. Next we have... Don't, don't have a dad. Don't have a dad? Yeah. Yeah. And then we have eat watermelon and fried chicken. Fried chicken yeah. watermelon. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, pretty good that's, that's, yeah. Next one is uh make good choices. Let's um, see. Oh, oh uh, there's, there, there's nothing there. Next we have rob people, specifically whites. Yeah, they do that. Last one is go to jail. Um After the 50-second video went viral, the appropriately named Black Twitter jumped on the situation. Soon after, both students were expelled from Carlton High School. Stephanie Freeman lost our chances at college, and Jeffrey Hume lost his independent professional wrestling contract. While Jeffrey Hume has not made any attempts at reconciling his public image, Stephanie Freeman has made flawed attempts at making some change for the better. In a statement, Stephanie said, I want to apologize for for the abhorrent video I posted. I know in my heart how wrong it was. My boyfriend is racist and he slowly slowly normalizes racism on me. Still, I should have never let him. I believe blacks are humans too, made in the image of Christ. I've disappointed God and I want to apologize. Please don't contact my college. It's my future and one mistake should not ruin a life. My question is, why shouldn't it? Black people have been canceled all the time. Some some beyond the grave. Jussie Smollett. Kanye West, Michael Jackson, all have been presumed canceled. All now have hazard signs all around them so they can't work anymore. What am I trying to say? Black people have drawn the short stick with every law, act, deal that this country has made. We finally become somewhat equal around 50 years ago, but in hand with that, we were expected to forget over 400 years of black men being beaten, thrown in jail, disproportionately shot in broad daylight, and having a demeaning stereotype about them being deadbeat dads. Our black women being raped by the slave owners, thrown into single motherhood, being dismissed because of a stereotype about them being loud and angry. Our black children being forced up to forced to grow up to not make any progress in their lives and have a demeaning stereotype about them being baby kids. We're expected to forget all of this, and for what? Please tell me, tell me why we're expected to forget all of this, all of our all of our history. Because I refuse. I refuse to allow guilty white people feeling white guilt to whitewash my history. Because the least they can do is say sorry.